And also, I feel like sometimes leaders feel like when I'm encouraging them, it's like, well, yeah, it's your job to encourage me. But when they hear it from the parent of the kid that they're meeting with, I think that takes it to the next level. Welcome to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. I am Aaron. And I'm Ryan. And we are excited. Another happy Monday. We are... Yes. Um, we're in the middle of... Well, I can't say we're in the middle of the semester. We're not. We're in the middle of the start of the semester. <laughs> we're at the start-ish um, of the semester. Yeah. So things are going good. We're excited about the school year. We, today, want to talk about what it looks like for... Uh, you as parents to partner with us or what it looks like for us to partner together as a student ministry. So today we're hoping to to kind of talk about, you know, partnering with parents and what that looks like for us uh, and how we want to assist you, but then also what it looks like for you to do that on your end. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, let's get into it. Ryan, partnering with parents. Why? So fact, that is a value we have as a student ministry. We want to partner with parents. Why is that a value? We believe parents are the primary spiritual influencers in the kid's life. We also believe we as a youth ministry have a place to impact the lives of students. We can give them biblical teaching that's age appropriate. We can connect them with other kids that are their age. Mm-hmm. Um, with And then we also, there's power in having a secondary voice. Oh, yes. And being able, like us as youth pastors and leaders, to be able to reiterate and say things that are also being said by you as parents. And so if a kid's just hearing, it's like kids sin nature, they hear something for you from you, nah. Yeah. But if they hear it from the other peers or a leader, then there's a chance. So we think... When we walk in tandem with parents, partner with them both to parents and the youth ministry pointing kids to Jesus, it's a good it's a good formula. Nailed it. So by and large. Yeah, and that's let's talk about that for a minute. So, you know, reminiscing a little bit, I don't know if you can think of any stories, but I can remember the people who I thought were the coolest people in my life when I was in middle school and high school. The people who I looked up to. They affected the music I listened to. They influenced the type of style of clothes that I wanted to wear. So that some of them were upperclassmen. Some of them were leaders that I had. You know, almost all of it was in the context of the youth group, though. Um, Hmm. And I remember coming home uh, and just being jazzed about, you know, whether it's small group or some conversation we had. And my dad would be like, I've tried to tell you that so many times and you never listened to me, but then so-and-so says it and you listen. It's like, you never said that, dad. Mm-hmm. And he just would get mad because it's like, <laughs> but, but genuinely, I don't remember my dad saying it. I believe that he said it to me. For sure did. <laughs> but I don't remember words that he said. But for whatever reason... You know, God brings other people into our lives that are influential that we do listen to. And we want to have volunteers and adults, you know, for your kids that are only going to reinforce things that you're also trying to teach them. We don't want to just influence them, you know, and be cool. And we want to reinforce what you are trying to teach them at home. So that's kind of our goal. Do you have anybody like that from your childhood that you remember? Gosh, I really don't know. Like, I didn't grow up in youth group. So it's just like... I think older it happens whether it's good influence or bad influence. Yeah, it's like older kids at schools or like 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 sports things. It's like, yeah, I'm on the golf team. I'm gonna wear red 
on Sundays when I golf because Tiger Woods does. For sure. We're like the upper. When I was in high school, the golf team, it was really cool to wear white belts. Now it's cringy. So I like <laughs> freshman dude. I was like, I got to get mom. I got to get a white Nike belt. And that's because there were people that you looked up to. Yeah, the so, varsity team wore white belts. So mm-hmm. your boy right here. That's right. Thirteen-year-old Ryan getting a white we belt. We want to. We want to create a safe place, you know, and have adult leaders at youth group to influence positively. Mm-hmm. Not just so that we can be a successful youth group. A successful youth group to us is if we have people doing that who are only reiterating the same stuff that you're trying to teach at home. So, like, that's our goal. We want to partner with you as you raise your kids. So, Bingo. Love it. Something else I want to talk about that you mentioned that I think is is good on this same, this same vein is we need multiple people pouring into us. Yes. Um, we need to be hearing from the Lord in the Word. You know, we need to be hearing it from the pulpit, and then we need also to be talking about it with other believers. Mm-hmm. It's like your teens, it's really good for them to have a context where they're hearing it from you. Mm-hmm. You know, what you're teaching, what you're modeling, you know, the discipline, the chores, the whatever it is in your house, the values and how it plays out as far as, you know, loving God, you know, being a family, loving each other. Um but it's really healthy to have a context where the teens can come and then talk about it with other peers, other people that are their age, sometimes different families, different structures. It's like that's a healthy thing. And so creating that context at youth group we think is a really good way to help reinforce also what you're doing at home. What are ways – so we're doing a lot to try to partner with parents you know, to have a student ministry. First and foremost, we want to lead kids to Christ. We want people to know Jesus. You know, and one of the best ways we know to do that is to help encourage parents and partner with them because they're the primary spiritual leader in a kid's life. Mm-hmm. Um, statistically, biblically, like that is factual. Parents, you are the primary spiritual leader. But we also want to do that because there's some kids that don't have primary parents that are leading them. Yes. But we want to assist parents who are. What is your role to play in this, though? Uh, you have a role to play in this, and we would love to encourage you to take a few steps. Let's talk about them getting to know their leaders. Yes. So this is like the one takeaway from this podcast, one nugget for and it's, you. It's a huge one, though. Yeah. One, one encouragement for you all, uh, something to think about is getting to know your student's leader. So like we talked about last week on the podcast, your student, if they're coming to Grace Students, is in a small group, and they have at least one adult that is leading their small group. And the vision for that is that that leader will be with your child for the long run. They're going to have a relationship, Yep. you know. Yeah. And that leader is influencing your child spiritually. Mm-hmm. So every week, basically. So one way that you can help us, one way that we can help you, is that if you just get to know your leader a little bit, um, that doesn't mean that you become best friends with your leader. That doesn't mean <laughs> that you go, you know, whatever. But just get to know them. We yep. think that can be helpful. Mm-hmm. So... I, we wanted to give you a couple of reasons how why to get to know your leader and then a couple of ways you can get to know them. Perfect. So yeah. the why and how. Um, so I've got – I'll rattle off like three Go for fast it. I'll, ones. I'll interrupt. Yeah. Go, okay. Go for it. Number one, I, these are just what I thought off the top of my head. There's probably many, many more. Sometimes – reason number Which, one. And parents can get creative. It's like totally. this is – we're thinking about ways for you to – get to know our leaders is like but you guys creatively get to know your kids leaders so yeah yeah here's three three reasons to connect with your leader number one your leader your student's leader needs encouragement (laughs) 
and there's no better encouragement. It's one thing for me to encourage leaders, but it's kind of... We can only, yeah. And also, I feel like sometimes leaders feel like when I'm encouraging them, it's like, well, yeah, it's your job to encourage me. But when they hear it from the parent of the kid that they're meeting with, I think that takes it to the next level. It can be really discouraging. I tell leaders, it can be discouraging to be a student ministry volunteer. It's really hard. There are nights where it doesn't feel like much progress is being made, but to hear from a parent, you're making a difference. There's whole semesters that it feels like we're not making progress. (laughs) Totally. And and I cannot stress the power of words and the little bit of encouragement will will do, could do a lot. Yep. Even as the youth pastor, when a parent encourages me, it's Mm -hmm. like wind in my sails. I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Leaders too. Mm -hmm. So... It, Very much showing so. up week week after week. It takes we. I tell leaders you can expect to work three to four hours a week to be a volunteer. Mm-hmm. And when there's radio silence, it's hard. But man, when they're hearing from you, the parent, it's really encouraging. It, it, that's a good analogy. It puts wind in their sails. Like you know, it's, um, yeah, we need encouragement. Yep. And parents, you have a huge opportunity to be the encouragers. We do that. I'm almost constantly trying to encourage my leaders, but your voice of encouragement, you know, is multiplied by 50. Get to know your your leader is that your your student's leader needs a strategy. So no <laughs> one knows your kid like you, and no one knows how your kid ticks like you. No one knows what your kid likes like you do. No one knows how like the questions that your kid has like you do. And sometimes it feels like, you know, like some small groups, it's like there's a lot of kids that have a lot of different ways that they act and behave and tick and think. And sometimes our stu- just to be honest, your students can be a little bit of enigma. It's like, how does how, do the, how does this girl work? I don't know. You might have the answers that our, our leaders are like kind of fishing yeah. for. So. Even for myself, like, I'll, you know, new students come to youth group and it's like I'm trying to get to know them, you know, and it's been a month and a half. And then I talk to the parents and it's like, you guys give me a few insights. It's like. Oh. That is a game changer <laughs> yes. as far as how I can communicate, how I can listen, gives yes. me the context of where they're coming from. I mean, immensely helpful in building relationships and getting to know, uh, getting to know the students. Yeah. yeah. Even if you're, it's like, hey, give your leader a call. Hey, you should know my son loves to do this for fun. Oh, that's a nugget of yeah. like, yeah. hey, my, my, my son loves to bowl. It's like, great. Now I can... I always tell my leaders, I will pay for you to go bowling with kid. Now they know to do that. Boom. So here's, here's a, here's a, for instance, um, there was a student that I had in middle school, uh, back at the Florence campus and it was a new student, very quiet. Uh, and you know, I talked to the parents on a Sunday morning, they came and found me, they were a new family. And it's like, they mentioned a specific hobby to me that this student liked. Mm -hmm. And this student is quiet, doesn't talk at all. My goodness, when I brought up that hobby and I didn't say, hey, your parents told me that you love this. I just brought it up. It's like, hey, what do you think about? And they were like, blah, 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 and they just started. And it was like we all of a sudden were best friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a little thing that can go a long way. Having that information that otherwise it would have taken us years to get that information out as far as what hobby they liked. Maybe not years. That's an exaggeration. But weeks, months, a semester. So Love that. Yeah. <laughs> this, is an anic- this is anecdotal, but. I talked last week about how a student shared that there was a fourth member of the Trinity and we had to correct that in small group. But I had this season of eighth grade boys where we talked a lot about the Trinity, but that started, and most of those conversations were good, but that started because a parent tipped me off that their boy was fascinated with the topic and could not wrap his mind around it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was like, oh. He's like, you should talk about that small group. And that changed the course of your small group. And it's like. Yeah. So I asked that boy, I was like, Johnny, what do you think about the Trinity? And he just went off and was like, oh, man, I don't understand. I don't get it. And the other boy's like, yeah, we don't understand. We don't get it either. And then we started talking about it. Yeah. It's like three months of talking about the Trinity. It was awesome. Yeah. So. Parents, like you can, they can give us ammo as far yes. as to be able to, you know, this is spiritual war. So talking mm-hmm. about it and that, it's like you guys give us, you know, and the volunteers, especially like it's our job, but for the volunteers who are, are volunteering, um, putting wind in their sails, but then also giving them ammo to, you know, yep. to fight, to communicate, to build relationships, to go off of They're they're doing everything they can, you know, you have some good resources for them to help them. Last one, last tip I thought of, maybe of more, Aaron, I don't know, but um, this is great. Do not underestimate the power of your prayers for our leaders. Mm-hmm. I always, one of the requirements for joining our volunteer team, I ask my leaders to pray daily for your kids. Yep. And and so we would love your prayers for our leaders. And just even while, if you drop off your kid to youth group and want to pray for the leaders as you drive home, we would love that. Please, please so. pray for the student ministry, but specifically for your kids' small group leaders. Yep. And again, like to round back off on the tip number one, your prayers are an encouragement to our leaders. So you yeah, tell them that you're text, praying. Like, hey, I'm praying. And, and if you want, like, how do you pray? It's like if you get to know the leaders, mm. you'll know how more specifically to pray, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be honest. Um, I think Stephen, Josh, you, Ryan, we've all got volunteers, and some of them have some crazy situations in life personally that they're serving in the midst of. Yep. And it's like, you know, you don't need, as you said, you don't need to be best friends, but it's like knowing what they're struggling with, but also setting that aside to come and serve. Like you can pray specifically, you know, the spiritual warfare is real. Uh, the devil does not want us to, to do what we're doing. He does not want the church to succeed. He does not want small groups to succeed. And uh, that plays out in people, you know, burdens that they're carrying. Um, and your leaders, they need prayer. They need help. Um, and God is the one who can do that. So get to know them so that you can pray for them. And a bonus one fourth, we, we see this often, but like when crisis happens in a student's life, again, when parents are partnering with us and with their leader to in tandem point students to Jesus, yeah. when life hits the fan, really powerful. Yeah, and the the book that we did this past summer, Engaging Your Teen's World, it says it really well. I'm going to botch up the quote, but something to the extent of um, when things go bad— People turn to who they know they can trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and who they know they can trust are the people who they know care about them. Yep. And so we want to be leaders who care genuinely for kids. And our leaders, we provide context and tools to try to help them care for the students. And, you know, whether it's in high school or I'll go off a little bit here and just say, I know I've been on staff at Grace now and you've been on staff, Ryan, at other churches. Mm-hmm. It's like... I know a number, I could probably just rattle off here, uh, probably two hands worth of students who still are in contact with their leaders that they had while they were in student ministry. And that's because they know they care. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are a part of the student ministry anymore. The leaders, some of them are, but the student, the leaders or the students, but you know, in college when things get hard, it's like, who do they reach out to? They reach out to their old leader because yep. they know they care about them. 
Uh, and that's that's a really big deal as far as getting to know and pray for and encourage. Um, so we care, and the more that the student leaders know the parents, the more we can partner with you to help you know encourage the kids in what you're you're trying to where they're struggling. Yep. So, so that's a little bit of the why. How mm-hmm. can parents connect with the leaders? How can they go about doing that? Any couple, ideas? Couple easy wins. Yeah. Uh, Come meet your your leaders, yep. your kids' leaders. Uh, they could meet them. You know, you could come to first of all parent meetings when those happen. You had a parent night a week ago. A week ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and when we have parent nights, those aren't just informational meetings. It's like when we have parent nights or at any campus where we have equip nights. It's like come to those. We often create those as opportunities to meet your kids. Another one you can come inside a youth group. Yes. When you drop your kid off or when you pick them up, it's like come inside. You know, make your kid feel super awkward around his friends because mom or dad is there. It's okay, but come to meet your kid's leader. Ha- ask them to point them out and go say hello. Yeah, if a parent comes to youth group and they, they come find me and say, I want to meet their leader, I'll stop everything. And I will shut it down and Or say, if you want to be strategic and be like, I don't want to embarrass my kid. Can you send the leader out to that's car? That's okay, too. Great, we'll make that happen. That We will. <laughs> we'll find a and way to parents do it. Would, and I'm sorry, the parents, you are the parents. The our adult volunteers would love to meet you. So if I, if I go to any of them, it's like, hey, so-and-so's parents outside, they really want to meet you. It's like, that's amazing. Yep. That's encouraging just in and of itself. They, they care about who is influencing their kid. That's a good thing. Um, next thing that you can do is, to your point about encouraging them, it's like, thank them. Mm-hmm. Thank them for volunteering. It's like yep. they're given minimum three to four hours a week, if mm-hmm. sometimes more. Um, thank them. So... You could also buy them coffee. Yes. Yep. And you threw out the idea. I think you've had parents invite mm-hmm. leaders to, to dinner it's, at their house. It's rare. A lot of, you it's know, rare, some of the, yeah. some of the, some of my leaders who are in seasons of life where, you know, they've got, they've got more time, either they're a college student or something like that. Nights of the week, um, they've got free, but even if it's, you know, a married person, uh, or people that are busier, it's like even if you just invited them over to dinner, just that alone is encouraging. But then if they were able to do it, like that's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've had a few parents that do that regularly with their kids' leaders. They became friends. They became, you know, they saw such context as far as the family and dynamics. And it was just, it was just helpful. Um, but again, you don't need to be best friends, but if you creatively think through ideas about how you can encourage and thank your kids, small group leaders, we want to we want to assist you in doing that. If you want to take them out to coffee, I will give you a gift card so that you can take my volunteer out to coffee. <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah, agreed. So, Love it. Um, we have a value. We want to partner with parents. You know, remember that. Know that. Um, we care about you. We want to assist you, and we pray for you guys. We pray for your kids. Um, secondly, it's like you know, help us help you. You know, you can do that by getting to know your leaders. You can encourage them. You can thank them. Um, yeah, we love you guys. That's really it. Uh, we would love your feedback. If there's any other ideas that you creatively come up with as far as connecting with, you know, us or with your kids' leaders, we would love to hear it. You know, if there's ways that we can, you know, uh, talk about other things uh, in more depth on the podcast, let us know. Hope you guys have an awesome week. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at the Couch Time Podcast. We'd love it if you would take a moment and leave us an honest five-star rating. Let us know what you thought about the podcast and let us know if there's any topics you would like us to cover. You can comment below or email us at podcast at graceky.org.